It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Okay. Welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed because prayer warriors are needed. Tonight, we just come together to give God all the praise and the glory and to just study a little more about the Word of God. We have an interesting subject tonight, and it is the it's not fair syndrome. What is that? Facing the problem of it's not fair. Let's take a look at that. Through the book of Job, as we're studying from the book of Job, looking at the theme of turning the curse into a blessing. The targeted individual program is a curse, and we are God's people determined to turn that into the blessing that God can use this program to so with that being said, I have some prayer warriors on the line. We're going to open up with prayer, and we'll move right into the reading. won't be long tonight. I do have an appointment, and I'm asking for all prayers for my appointment tomorrow. God, we just give you the praise and the glory. You gave us another. We know that you are the one and only living God. We just thank you, God, for all you've done, all you're going to do. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We thank you, God, for our praying targeted individuals. My sisters on the phone, God, that we just that keep motivating me, motivate each other, encourage each other. This of a situation that we can't even fairly, uh, clearly the spiritual answer, because when one is faced with such a magnitude of evil, we know that the countermeasure has to be in the power of God, because the only power over evil is the power of God. So, God, we thank you that we have a countermeasure. We thank you, God. We praise you. We thank you, God, that we can come and exalt your name when the devil wants us cross-eyed, bitter blacklisted, income lynched, all kinds of electronically tortured, suffering and complaining, but we're here to let the devil know he's a liar from the pit of hell, and we praise you, we exalt you, we magnify your name. We thank you, God, for family. We thank you, God, for our bloodline. We thank you, God, for each other. We thank you, God, for knowing the next generation will have it easier, will have it better. Not easier, but they'll be wiser because of our experiences. God, we thank you that you're using each one of us to leave a legacy, to write a book, a book of preparation, spiritual warfare, God, a book talking about God's divine power, his love, how God, how God is a healer, how God can change things all around, Heavenly Father. God, we just thank you, God. We thank you for having your hand on us. We thank you, God, for covering us in the midst of hell and high water. 
We thank you, God, that no matter what these demons are planning, God, that we have a hedge of protection by you, that you are the most high God, that you are the most powerful, the most the almighty creator of all, and that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. God, we call each and one of each and every one of us and our children and our parents, Heavenly Father, to be blessed and highly favored, that they'll be covered from head to toe with the blood of Jesus Christ. God, we thank you for that sacrificial offering on the cross, Heavenly Father. We don't have to cut lamb's head, chicken head, chicken toes. We can say, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus to break the evil plans of the devil. We plead the blood of Jesus to break the attacks of Satan. We plead the blood of Jesus across the nation. We plead the blood of Jesus across the legislative branch of government, the executive branch of government, the judicial branch of government. We plead the blood, the blood, the blood that God's people will come out and do the work and the will of God. We bind up demon forces in high places. We call spiritual wickedness in high places, null and void, and under the foot of Jesus Christ, under the foot of God's people, and God's people will exert the authority the Bible clearly tells us we have over demon forces. We bind and rebuke every plot and plan of Satan to do the work of Satan on this earth. We, we pray for the ending of all of these wars, we, the disguised civil wars, hatred wars, wars against mankind. We bind and rebuke it, Heavenly Father. We call your people to step in, Heavenly Father, to stop the devil, Heavenly Father. Don't let his plans work, Heavenly Father. Have thine way. This is your earth. The word of God tells us again and again and again that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That means you are sovereign above everybody, everything. You are the creator of all. And we're not going to let the devil fool us, deceive us, make us think otherwise. So, God, we continue to give you the praise. We continue to honor you, God. God, we just thank you for giving us earth this time to get our lives together, to practice, Heavenly Fathers, for what you have for us. We know the book of Job tells us that his ladder was better than his beginning, Heavenly Father, and we decree and decree that that will fall upon each one of us, that our ladder will be better than our beginning that things that we never imagined, Heavenly Father, will happen, that the windows of heaven will be opened, that all plots that, of Satan will be put to a dismantling fire, will just have no bearing on us. God, we thank you that we can say comfortably, God, that we're living the day. We're living for the day, and we're um, for the day, and we know the day soon will come where each and every one of your praying targeted individuals will be able to stand together and say, God, we just give you the praise, we give you the glory, and most importantly, we stand together to say, Heavenly Father, that we can, we can say together, Heavenly Father, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we're free at last. And when we say free at last, it means from the, the plot to Satan, that the devil can't play with us, that we're wiser than we were. We're just not free from the traps and the blacklist and the electronic torture, the horrific things that this devil does. We are free in our mind, body, and soul. We are free in our mind to serve God in our healthy manner, free from any eugenic attack, free from any type of demonic attack in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare that each and every one of us will live this earth to see the day that we can shout out, thank you, Heavenly Father, free at last. Heavenly Father, we are free at last. Oh, God, I give you the praise. 
I bind up the spirit of income, um, I bind up the spirit of induced poverty. I bind up everything that is not of God. I decree and declare that each one of us will be blessed in good health, highly favored, Heavenly Father, covered by the blood head to toe, and that our bloodline will reap the benefits for us serving you, Heavenly Father, for us showing them the way. They'll reap the benefits of knowing about the power of God the strength of God, they reap the the benefits to know that the devil is a liar. And I don't care what he throws at you. You better know what to hold on to. You better know where your strength comes from. You better know something about this thing called spiritual warfare. God, we thank you that you gave us the opportunity to learn about this. We thank you, God, that we've got an alternative method. We thank you, God, that we don't have to look at suicide. We don't have to look at homicide. Oh, Heavenly Father, God, the natural boy, it looks like revenge is the answer, but we know the Bible and your word and your demeanor tells us that prayer is the answer. So, God, we put in our prayers, Heavenly Father, and we know you heard our prayers before. We know you hear them again, God, to just turn things around, Heavenly Father. Stop my people, my praying sisters, God, from suffering. I bind and rebuke everything associated with it. The only way it can happen, God is if that is something so that the later in our life can better than the, the beginning so that we can learn from this, Heavenly Father. Outside of that, if the devil's trying to torment us just to torment us, we bind, rebuke it, and we plead the blood of Jesus, Heavenly Father, because learning lessons sometimes don't come. You suffer too much, God, but you are the God of all wisdom. So, God, I just leave it to you. I don't have the answers. But I ask you, God, to lead and direct each and every one of us to use the skills, God, that you've given us to make it through this horrific program. And, God, as I move towards Heavenly Father, some type of economic freedom, some open window that you will have for us that I can enjoy. And every one of my sisters here. Lord, I call my mother blessing. I bind up every demon attack that want to plan to touch her, to tamper with her. And I thank you, God, for the gift of longevity you've given her, Heavenly Father. For her blessed and high and many more years serving you, Heavenly Father. I ask you, God, to send us the right dentists, medical people, whatever it is that you say we may need, Heavenly Father, because we're in the earth and we have to do certain things, God, but you can direct us and lead us, and I'm depending on you, God, to open up those windows. Bless my sisters, Heavenly Father, each and every one of them. Bless their children, God. Cover them head to toe, God. Give them the wisdom, Heavenly Father, to stand by God's word that tells us that the word of God tells us that the righteous, the children of the righteous will not be begging bread because of the works of us, the adults, because of the sacrifices we made, because of the praying that we put down, God. It is the we're carrying a torch, and we ask you, God, to cover them from head to toe. I call my nephews blessed, Elijah Scott, Saru Scott, or Amy's son to be blessed, Anne's children, uh, my sister Nancy's children. Glorious children, all of Mark's children, all of our children to be covered by the blood, a hedge of protection watching over them from, from when they go out and they come in and let the devil have no type of way to get to them, that these men and women will be women and men of God, 
that they will carry the torch, God, that they won't be put in the pot of confusion, having no spiritual knowledge, not knowing about the Supreme God, not knowing the benefits of studying the Word of God to develop discipline and to become better warriors. God, I give you the praise. I thank you. And as we go into the book of Job tonight, God, I ask you to open the windows of heaven and let us leave this room with information and knowledge we did not have previously that we can be better warriors, better workers, better missionaries, better evangelists in the kingdom of God, that each and every one of us will do something to advance the kingdom of God, Heavenly Father, as we advance our freedoms in God away from demon forces. God, I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Glad to have you. Uh, somebody, somebody had just come in. I don't know, but um, just glad to have. Um, who wants to pray next? Uh, happy birthday, Miss Amy's here. Happy birthday, darling. Amy. Thank you, Miriam. All right, baby. May you have many, many more. Yeah, Miriam, I have to say, and I, I, I don't feel bad, but I have to put my cousin out, kind of boyfriend, because see, the devil will use your family to hang out in front of the building, and when you in the low subsidizing housing, you got to be careful when you bend over rules and let somebody stay with you, and then they want to come in here and don't want to better themselves. I can't house nobody working for Satan. If you ain't trying to better yourself, you got to get on the other side of the door and see the devil got our young people lazy. They don't they don't want to do nothing and show their self-approval to say that, okay, I appreciate you housing me. The devil have them feeling like you owe them something. And, and I talked to Gloria, Gloria, and she told me, she said, you don't owe her nothing. You know, the system called themselves blacklist to me and taken up from me, and then they got on a dysfunctional program and got to not want to do something for herself. So I say, God, you know, I tried, and I'm going to have somebody else come and help me because I got to get this, this, this equipment, the shield and stuff. And so one thing I don't want when you target me, you want peace in your house. And it takes you to have peace. And sometimes I don't care if somebody else is outside, they're in a position. Sometimes Satan had them in a position because they don't want to yield themselves to God to, to have a guidance on knowing which way to go. And so if she didn't want to be guided by God, she want to live in sinful nature. And when I say sinful nature, that means don't thrive for yourself. Don't try to, you know, read the Bible, do something, and, and listen. You know, you can, even if she do do her thing as a teenager, you got to give her something up and sacrifice. She ain't no teenager. She's a grown woman in her early 20s. You got to give things up for the sacrificing of your children because see, the devil wants you to get high, smoke weed, and then the devil be acting like that was got you like that, but they're all the time they'll have you bound. So you got to break the cycles off of yourself and the mind that set that these devils have you in when they have you bound. So they had them bound. And I said, I don't smoke weed. I don't hang out. Why am I letting it around me? 
You know, and what I mean is they want to run in and out of the house and get, get up and leave in, in the middle of the night, come in and out of my door, want me to get up and let them in the house. I don't want to be bothered with that. So now that they gone, it ain't that they just said that they was doing all those things. I can tell when the devil got people, and I'm going to give you an example. If you around certain people and the devil has them, it's a certain energy that comes with the devil. And I don't want that energy around me. Now that they've gone, oh, I was a bitch and I was this and I was that, but I don't care as long as you're on that other side of the door. Amy, so I I'm feel better I'm now. The prayer call, baby. I'm taking so be careful. Okay. Okay, well, I'm just going to say this. I pray, I'm thanking God that they're on the other side of the door. That is my blessing. That is my prayer. That they, some type of way, they get housing for that baby. The devil can play on your weakness of knowing that you don't want the baby out in the cold. But then why the baby out in the cold? Because the devil got them bound. And want them to be bound to coming in your house to need to use the baby as a vessel to get in the house. I didn't want that either. And I hated that the child had to, had to go with them. But I, I couldn't have that either. I don't want no spirit in here with laziness and niggerness and not want to do for yourself. And then I ask you to keep your hygiene together. And my house have older. I didn't want all that. That came with a bad spirit. And so now that they out of here, I feel good that my house is at peace. And I tried them out to let them stay here four days, and they still the same way. So I just thank God that the burden is off of me, and I don't feel bad about me asking them to leave because I have a right to know when I have a discerning spirit. And what's so sad is the devil using these children to have children and know they ain't ready for the children and have a child going through bondage. That the devil is a lie. I pray that she get her mind together. I pray that he get his mind together to take care of that baby. But in the meantime, I just couldn't carry that burden in my heart because I just didn't want that burden in here. And so what I'm praying about is that God give these two youngsters a, a mind. You know, overall, I'm targeted. I'm leaving my past to help on the, on the sake of helping them get their mind right and get housing and do better as parents because it's a program where they have these youngsters have these babies. You ignorant. You can't get up a brain before an uh, ignorant offspring so your, your child will be ignorant as you. And if you keep this family generational curse going, everybody will be ignorant. And I tried to help my cousin, but i got to be the one to break this spell up off of me. All right, I know that's right. I know that's I right. I want a peaceful house. I don't I don't want the spirit where the people coming in the house and I'm unhappy in my own house. That's not a good feeling. 
And I thank God that I have a spirit where I don't want that in here. You know, some people will put up with things and don't know that God gave them a discerning spirit to say enough is enough. We got to know where to draw the line. But I tried to help them, but I couldn't deal with that type of spirit in me. It, 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 uh, it just couldn't, it, it, it didn't set with my spirit because I don't, I'm not trying to be perfect, but I know I love God and I know I'm trying. And when you try, God will help you. Amen. 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 Go on and go on and pray for them, Amy. Go on and pray for them. Go on. Dear God, help Kiasa, Dollar, and help Hassan take care of that baby. So that Captain, so the baby can have a wonderful, abundant, wonderful and joyful life, abundant life and joyful life so that he won't be up and down the street with his parents in the middle of the night. Give them some settled, settled minds and some peace where they will have some type of home and shelter. Bless a miracle to come out of nowhere for them. Bless our son to get a job. Bless Kiyashi to get a job. Bless the captain get some daycare. Bless somebody to help them that have a home and say that we'll give you a room and bless them to abide by the people uh, rules and regulations. Bless them to get off their weed so they know that they're being selfish to the baby because as long as they're smoking the weed, they can be stagnated and not want to do things for themselves. Get that technology off of them so that they won't be bound and cursed to those voices in their head that transmitted to their heads, giving them some thoughts and making them think that everything's all right in their life and it's everybody but them. Bless these young people to see that they are the future and the future don't need those type of spirits that is not lined up with the Creator's will. And that means that God ain't in no confusion. God ain't into no blaming business or blaming somebody else. When you know it's you that's not doing right, you got to look and see yourself as who you are and what you're doing wrong to others before you can start saying it is somebody else's fault. Bless them to open up their eyes and give them some form of maturity and say, wait a minute. If I'm not stable, let me see what it is. Bless them to break down the hopes of this technology on their heads because it, I know I use common sense. If they, if they target me and my family and they target the whole world, they definitely is doing things in my family indirectly to get at me. Lord, you bless Kiyashi to get us some housing. You bless her to one day understand that I didn't put out just because I care about some money from somebody else going to help me out. But I, I'm wondering somebody else going to appreciate me. That's gonna, I ain't going to have to be bothered with that I got to argue with. At the same time, give them some type of peace. And if they can't make it, let Kiyasa at least go on with their baby 
and find her somebody to help her with the baby. Because sometimes the baby father could be put in her path to keep her in a situation where she is always struggling and striving. Bless the option not to have no more children until she get her mind right and let her have a family where she can love her family but not have to be up and down the street trying to be a mother and don't know how. Bless her to have a mind to know how to take care of the child and do the things she needs to do and break these curses off her mind where these people is using this technology on me that's using it on her, but using it on a different way. Lord, you bless them to get their hygiene together and don't let them be thankful that they take a bath one time and thinking that not going to take a bath at all. And then God, you take away whatever chemicals they're using to change their body chemistry to keep up some type of norm acting like they have body odors. You make them devils take their hand up off them children. And and I'm not worried about what I said on the program to say to me negative. I'm just focusing on you, God, giving them shelter. Amen. 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 We pray for them too, Lord. Help them, young people, Lord. Because they, you know, they, 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 this is an attack, you know. Plus, with I mean, I've never seen a program where older people, old sick uh, people, in this program, uh, old sick uh, caucasoids, I have to say, because these are like sick supremacists. You know, literally have get their jollies off of just uh, exploiting young people or people that are, that have less knowledge because they're much younger. The 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 people at the prime of this are, are old ducks, seventies, eighties. It's ridiculous, and they're doing this stuff to twenty something year olds. So God, just be with them. You know, when I say old ducks, I don't mean by age. I just mean their their, their, their mentality. Yeah. It's a mentality of an old duck of uh, 100 years old. You know, you have to be the lowest of the low when you choose to exploit young people because you have more experience than them that you're going to dog them out, lead them right to hell. So we just ask yeah. God to bless yes. them. Yes, yes, yes. 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 And I try to help them, but they got overbearing and overwhelming for me. Well, I wasn't happy because that means that I would have to tuck my tail and put up with things outside of my way of living. I want to be able to have a clean house. I want somebody else, if they come in my house, to say, okay, I'm going to have to keep it prepped up because she ain't in here alone. We ain't here with her. But then when you want to feel like it's the baby, he's doing this, he's doing that. She's only a two-year-old. It's your job to help you always see what I found out that I learned the hard way. When the baby is two years old, they don't always make a mess. But your job is to be the queen and the mother after the child and prep up. And, and that tells you that that's a measurement to say, okay, do I want another child right now? Or do I want to wait to the... This one to get a little older so it can help me with the other child. You know, and then you got to be careful with that because I've seen some parents 
making other children become the parent of the child and their children too. So you know, and, 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 you know that that that, that, mm-hmm. that may that may be even your calling because Amy was a young mother. So you can tell you can really teach young girls. <clears throat> you wouldn't be talking about you know, what you believe and what you think, you know, you can speak from experience. So that's something, you know, God bless you to begin your education. You're going to have a lot of opportunities in front of you when you get that degree. So I, I just say, let God use you, girl. And I tried to help her, and God knows I did. You know, I put them out about three weeks ago, and I seen them out there with their baby, and I let them come back up in here in the same thing. And you know, when it happened, I said, you know what, that ain't on me. If I tried twice, and they still doing stuff <laughs> that I know that is a programming, but I mean, the, you let me say this right quick and let you finish up so we can get to the comment, to the lesson. I found out they'll break your family down and bring them around them to target you when it don't need to be no gang stalkers. They'll bring the gang stalkers in the house in the mind of the family. Yeah. That's how if yeah. they can't get at you one way, see, they can't get at me in public with people. So they want to bring, you know, your your best, your worst enemy is your blood. And it ain't that they your enemies because they want to be. The devil knows just who to will and deal with. Your mm-hmm. loved ones is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. But thank you. Thank you, darling, for sharing. Um, we want to get back on task with the prayer. Uh, and, um, Ann, you going to pray a little bit, baby? Ann? Yes, yes, I will. Okay. Yes. Hi, Ann. Julie, how you been? Hi. I'm sorry you guys couldn't hear me too well. Can you hear me okay now? Yes. Okay. All right. Is it okay if I take now? Yes, darling. Annie, do you know I got somebody that can help you with the V2K in Chicago? Um, well, um... Well, my, my niece is going to help me with uh, putting up some, um, some aluminum mash, and that's supposed to help. It's going down a lot on the election. Well, they actually have a private investigator that study microwaves. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's, all right, listen, can we talk about that at the end? Let's, let's get to praying, and then it's because we're not going to be okay. long. I got to okay. be. I got an appointment early in the morning, too, but we're going to talk at the end. Let's get to praying, and then we can deal with that stuff. Go ahead, Ann. Okay, sounds good. Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name, I pray, Father. Thank you so much, Father, for blessing my sisters and I and many others who come together this evening to pray to you, Father. And thank you for the blessings you have bestowed upon us. And thank you, Father, for our continual diligence in moving forward, Father, so that we're not behind, and we're doing everything we can do to make sure that um, that uh, that um, we accomplish our assignment. Also, Father, would you please bless Miriam in her interview tomorrow to help her be very successful and help all the interviewees be very impressed with her that he does nothing more than just offer he or she does nothing more than and offer her the job. Uh, thank you so much, Father. Thank you, thank you, Father, again, all my sisters and I coming together this evening. 
and bless all our families and friends, Father. All the times we give Jesus us this road. In Jesus' name I pray forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ann. Thank you. Thank you. That was beautiful. My, my darling Nancy, come on, we need some praying yes. people. Gloria, welcome, Gloria. I think Gloria, 503, is that Gloria? Yes, that's Gloria. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So, Nancy, uh-huh. we're gonna, Nancy and then Gloria, we want you to pray a little, and then we'll go into a short lesson. Okay. Okay. It, it, it's okay. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna just listen tonight. I'm praying along with you guys. I'm just gonna listen. Okay. All right. Whatever makes you feel good. Go ahead. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you uh, tonight in in prayer, just to thank you so much for being God, just to lift you up, and and thank you for being Almighty, just to know with assurance, Father, that you hear us and and that you love us. Your word says that your sheep know you. They know you. They hear your voice, and they follow you, Father. And we just thank you so much for being counted among those sheep, Father. We thank you, Lord, that that uh, you had set your hand on the on the king's heart, and you turn it, Lord, whichever way you uh, desire, Father. And I just thank you right now, Father, for all the things that are happening in the nation, all the good that's coming about, Father. We thank you for your spirit, Father. We know that everything good and perfect comes from you, Father. And I thank you, Lord, for all the the uh, efforts that are being made, Lord, to to bring this this atrocity to light, Father. Just the the uh, um, actions, Father, the class actions, Father, that that seemingly the people are trying to pull together. I just thank you, Lord, that you prepared the hearts of those attorneys, Father, that will work diligently on our behalf, Father. I thank you, Father, that you have chosen those men, Lord, and those women that will work earnestly, Father, earnestly, Lord God, those that will work uh, uh, sincerely, Father, on our behalf, Father. Thank you so much for our new president, Father. I thank you, Lord God, that you'll bless him, you'll bless his life, Father. I thank you that that uh, he'll he'll uh, Lord, by faith, that he'll, he'll show um, uh, generosity towards our community, Father. He'll show an openness and a willing to help, Father, towards our community. Thank you for everyone that's on this phone, every mother, Father, that's on this phone, Father, that seeks to, to draw close to thee, Father, to know your heart, Lord, and to know your will for our lives. Thank you for those mothers, Father, all the mothers that are with us tonight, Lord, and even those that are not here, Father, that 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 are seeking you, Lord, seeking blessings from you, Lord, so that in turn our children, our lives will be blessed, Father. I thank you so much for being God, Father. Help us, Lord, to be the mothers that we need to be to our children, Father. Help us to see the error in our own ways, Lord, that we that so easily beset us, Father, things that we can't see, Father. Help us to be open to our families, Lord, and, and to our friends, Father, to receive righteous, righteous correction, Father from you, Father, the correction that we know that is wholesome and good and love and uh, and pure, Father, in the name of Jesus. Help us to cultivate fruit of the Spirit, Father. We thank you so much for being God, Lord. Thank you so much just for the privilege of being able to pray and to know that you hear us, Father. We know that you hear us, Father, and we walk in the surety and the confidence of that. We love you so much, Father. We thank you for loving us. We say you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. Thank you. That was beautiful, Nancy. Mm. Just thank God for every sacrificial offering. We just thank God we don't have to, like I said, cut chicken feet, chuck chicken head to get these demons back. Can you imagine? We can just glean on that greatest sacrificial offering of the earth. That that sacrifice right. on the cross, we I just thank you, God. That's and I right. We ain't got to build no altars. That's right. Build no altars. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> Amen. Right. We didn't have to go looking for some chicken feet and toes and head and, you know, because we know these demons are sacrificing babies, having people killed just to have this worldly power. But we plead the blood of Jesus to dismantle every plot they have, every plan that they're doing, that, we, you know, that God's people will be covered. I just thank you, God. All right, we're looking at the book of Job, <clears throat> and we're reading from turning the curse into a blessing because we know that the blessing is bigger than the curse. And in the book of Job, he was definitely went through a, cursing, a curse period. And um, his latter wife is better than his beginning. So he learned a lot. The book of Job was written for us to learn from. So we're going to look at, uh, in this reading here, this part, facing the problem of it's not fair. Because Job surely, and we all, I know I have, say, wait a minute, God, this is not fair, this targeted individual program, this induced poverty, this blacklisting, this electronic torture. It's not fair. What happened, God? Where are you? Let's take a look. This is uh, a bit, um, from the book of Job. When it's not fair, it's continually in our dialogue. It indicates two things that we still have not learned the ways of the Lord and we still are not in victory. How often do you say it's not fair? Do we say it's not fair? It's not fair. I deserve something better in life. I hate my job. Others have better jobs. They work less, but they're paid more. It's not fair. Why do I always have to make, excuse me, every nickel count while others have abundance? It's not fair. I don't have nice clothes like my sisters. It's not fair. I was deprived of a happy childhood. Why did God let it happen? It's not fair. God isn't fair. I'm too tall, too short, too fat, too thin. I have terrible skin, hair, eyes, etc. My nose is too big. My, my lips are too wide. My, why couldn't I look like someone else? It's not fair. I was right and the other person was wrong. He was praised and I was put down. There's no justice. It's not fair. I felt the Lord showed me something. I was sincere, and then it all turned out to be wrong. God let me make a mistake. It's not fair. God isn't fair. If that's the way it is, I quit. Why does God allow this situation to continue when I know he can change it? He's not fair. God didn't give me a happy marriage. He let me down. God has failed me. God is not fair. Why does God have favorites? It's not fair. God hasn't provided enough. It's not fair. God doesn't care enough. It's not fair. I've got a raw deal in life. It's not fair. God isn't fair. I deserve something better. I deserve better health, better job, better house, better spouse, better conditions, 
more happiness, more justice, more approval, more recognition, more money. The truth is we do not even deserve what we have. We should realize it's not fair. It's actually an attack against the Lord, the provider and shepherd of our soul. It is saying, in effect, God has not been fair. He has not taken care of me. He is insensitive to my needs. God is hard and uncaring. God is partial. He has favorites. He is good to some and unloving to others. God is irresponsible. These complaints reveal unresolved problems in our hearts and show that we are not viewing life from scriptural perspective. When a Christian constantly laments of injustices, it shows he is not in victory. These complaints are the very reason we have not found favor with God, Numbers 11.1. God wants to perfect us. He wants to mature us in an excellent spirit of thankfulness. Complaining reveals the following, the lack of gratitude. Rather than thanking God for a multitude of good things, the complainer focuses only on those things he still wants. A woman said to me one time, God has failed me. He's not given me a happy marriage. That's quite a thing to say about God. As I reflect upon her statement, she had six beautiful children and plenty of good food to eat. All of them had healthy bodies, the hope of everlasting life, and 10,000 other blessings. But she was talking about the marriage and had six healthy children. Scripture says he daily loads us with benefits, Psalm 68, 19. His mercies are now every, are new every morning, Lamentations 3, 22. In addition to all his blessings, God has not given us the punishment we deserve, Psalms 103, 10. Complaining is an attitude that says God owes me something. He has not treated me fairly. Man forgets how much he owes God. Complaining shows the depth of man's unthankfulness. Two, contentment is absent. Uh, Complaining reveals that contentment is absent. Joy is the result of being fully satisfied with God's presence rather than having numerous material blessings. David had found fullness of joy in God's presence, Psalm 1611. Can we be happy? just with Jesus, or is our heart greatly attached to earthly things, a nice house, fancy clothes, or being successful? Is your heart overly attached to human love? One of the greatest reasons for unhappiness concerns the issue of human love. So often human love is idolatrous. When human love is worshipped, it never brings any joy because an idol has no life. Paul learned to be content with whatever the hand of God brought into his life, Philippians 4.11. David said, at thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore, Psalm 16.11. If we will allow God to reduce us to Psalms 27.4, if we will allow God to reduce us to Psalms 27.4, we will find the same contentment and fulfillment that David and Paul discovered. Number three, complaining says we are comparing ourselves with others. Comparing is what God tells us not to do. It's like keeping up with the Joneses. Every time we do what God tells us not to do, we have trouble. If we will stop comparing ourselves with others, 
we will save ourselves a lot of a lot of grief. Comparing is a major fault in man. We look at others and assume that we should have what they have. When we cannot have what others have, we call it unfair and we are angry. Perhaps if we had the same things, it would not be good for us. Maybe it could even destroy us. The only one we should compare ourselves with is the chief cornerstone, the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Excuse me. Complaining is a criticism of God and his wisdom. The redeemed as well as the unredeemed criticize God. Man complains constantly of the way God has fashioned him, led him, provided for him, and permitted circumstances to come into his life. The Israelites were ever guilty of this. Because of it, they formed no favor with God, Hebrews 3, 7. They never partook of what God had planned for their lives. When we hurry God, we are criticizing him. Lord, you sure take your time. It is foolish to criticize God for the way he fashioned us, Isaiah 45, 9. God made us exactly as we are for a purpose, Psalms 139. God uses physical flaws to keep special grace and a special message in our lives. God can remove a problem when he ceases to serve a divine purpose. We are not viewing life from God's perspective when we complain. We complain when we do not understand his ways. Continually complaining about injustices is evidence that we do not understand God's ways. When we do understand, we will appreciate the truth that adversity is working for our benefit. Trouble is our servant. Second Corinthians 4.17. Joseph could look back upon all the injustices of his life and say, God meant it for good. Injustices ushered Joseph to the throne. Complaining shows being conformed to Christ's image is secondary. The man whose goal is to be conformed to the image of Christ has a God-given wisdom. He discerns the hidden hand of God in the difficulties and irritations of life. He understands that God has a purpose for everything. Therefore, rather than complaining about the trouble, he gives thanks. On the other hand, the people who are uncommitted and looking for an easy life constantly complain about their circumstances. They cannot see any benefit at all that would result from adversity. And I believe, I do see, adversity really matures you. Adversity puts some light in your fire. Adversity will hunt. What? Adversity will have you wrapped up in a white usher's outfit. What? All right. Complaining means that our wells are blocked. Complaining is an attack against God. Complaining diminishes all our faith and our joy. Complaining means we're not giving thanks and there's no song in our hearts to the Lord. Unbelief and complaining go hand in hand. Complaining is something God dislikes immensely. Numbers 11.1. 1. Complaining reviews the following. Gratitude is missing. It is impossible to be thankful while complaining that the focus is upon what one wants rather than the multitudes of blessings he already has. And even if you're a T.I., if you're a T.I., you still have your parents, you still have children, your children are not sick, you, you, you still have love in your house, you have love in your heart. I mean, this program's horrible, but I've learned 
that, God, I just thank you that I know of you. Because what does it mean to, to, to ignore your, your, your family, your loved ones, people, the, the, the little love we do have in our lives and whatnot over this sick program? Um, we can never let this program take over our lives to that point. All right, so complaining says that contentment in circumstances has not been learned. Complaining says that we're comparing ourselves with others and angry because we don't have what they have. Complaining says that we're criticizing God and his wisdom, believing we can do things better. Complaining says we're not viewing life from God's perspective. Complaining says that being conformed to Christ's image is not our ultimate goal. No benefit is seen in adversity. That our wells are blocked, faith and joy are gone, and unbelief is reigning. We must understand the truth about adversity, the truth about problems. If God has allowed a lingering problem in our lives, it means it's there for a reason. He's trying to show us something or accomplish something. When the issue God is addressing is corrected or adjusted, he will then remove the thorn, 2 Corinthians 10, 6. Remember, God left the problem in David's life, Saul. Saul chased David for years, and God did not allow David to have dominion over him. After the special redeeming work of grace was completed in David's heart, humility and dependence on God and patience, then God removed the problem. He removed Saul, the tormentor, Proverbs 16, 7. The truth is seen in the life of Joseph. Joseph, the son of Jacob, grew up in an unhappy home of strife and envy. His brothers conspired to kill him. Joseph was completely righteous, but he entered a period in his life when everything went wrong for him. Was it fair? Yes. Look at the finished product. He was sent into a foreign land and he was sold into slavery. In Egypt, he was betrayed and placed in a dungeon for years. And yet, in all of this, God was preparing him to be a deliverer for his generation. Every injustice moved him a little closer to the throne. Dark times, confusion, painful delays, and cruel accusations were putting iron into his soul since Joseph was going to become a savior to his generation. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> God had tempered him as steel so that he would not break under the pressure. It was Joseph who had the answers for his generation, answers he obtained in an unusual and, dif- in unusual and difficult circumstances. Surely, every injustice is a blessing in disguise. They are fair in God's economy. God meant it all for good. God uses everything for our ultimate good. A few help. <coughs> excuse me, for overcoming the it's not fear syndrome, conquering bitterness. Be thankful. Rather than dwelling on what we do not have, we should stop and count our blessings. We must be grateful for all God has done for us and for everything he has brought into our lives. Even the dark times are God's gifts and treasures unto us. Some of life's greatest treasures are found only in the dark. Thankfulness turns every defeat into a victory. Gratitude also brings faith and joy into our hearts. And God's favor, 
Therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Do not compare ourselves with others. 2 Corinthians 10, 12. Bitterness comes when we measure ourselves with others and then expect equality. Scripture commands us not to compare ourselves with one another. Never mind what others have. We should learn to be satisfied with those things the wisdom of God has allowed allotted to us. Fully forgive all offenders. Wow, that's a hard one. It's easier to forgive others when we truly realize how deeply we have hurt others. People who cannot forgive are oblivious to the injury they have caused others. They are sensitive only to their own hurts. Let us release offenders from all hurts and losses they have caused us. <clears throat> Pardon them of broken promises and disappointments on the basis of Ephesians 4.32, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven us. Psalms 103.10, God has not given us the judgment we deserve. Therefore, we should be lenient with others. Remember, when you harden yourself towards someone, you will not be able to open your heart to God. The heart becomes insensitive and crusted over. <clears throat> Stay tender. Bitterness is the result of refusing available sustaining grace when we are hurt. Do not avenge yourself. Striking back and trying to get even only makes us harder. Entrust the offense to God. Venting it out of our system does not work in the long run. Each time we exercise the old nature, it only makes it stronger. Practice thinking merciful thoughts towards offenders. When we choose to meditate upon, what we choose to meditate upon is very important. Words and actions begin in our thoughts. Practice thinking something good about your offenders. Thinking something good, that they'll all be, you know, uh, they'll all get their just due. This requires effort and grace. Then when we speak to them, it will come out more gracefully. Also, do little, little gestures of kindness to those oof, who have hurt you. My God. Speak constructively of them. Above all, pray for them. Recognize, recognize that God has a hidden blessing in every injustice again. Recognize that God has a hidden blessing in every injustice. If we keep our hearts right, cruel and miserable experiences will bring numerous blessings. Injustices are ordained of God to bless our latter end, Genesis 50:20. Remember, <clears throat> remember this, that God will vindicate us, wow, sooner or later. Do not always expect justice in this life. Jesus has had no justice here on earth. However, he will be vindicated when he comes again, and he will be vindicated for all eternity. In some cases, we may not have vindication until the day of judgment. But be assured of this, sooner or later, God will surely bring everything into light, and justice will be meted out. Jesus suffered <clears throat> injustices too. We're not better than he. We are called upon to suffer for the sake of righteousness and to be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Should our master bear injustices and his bride have none? Quite the contrary. <clears throat> the apostles rejected that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Accept everything God sends as more than fear. This is true meekness. <clears throat> 
Whatever God sends our way is designed for our benefit and perfecting. God will remove the thorn when his special work is accomplished in our lives. God's wisdom and love are perfect towards us. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be trusted. And when we show this trust, it satisfies his heart. Adapt the mentality that we do not deserve anything. We do not deserve more or better of anything. We deserve nothing. God does not owe us anything. He loves to bestow many generous kindness upon man, but man does not deserve them. Man in general is unthankful. Gratitude for what we already possess will lead to sincere praise and worship. It is impossible to praise or worship properly with ingratitude permeating our heart. God loves cheerful givers. God loves cheerful givers, those who serve and sacrifice cheerfully in everything they do. Scripture exhorts, delight thyself in the Lord. Those who delight themselves in the Lord will come into all the promises of God. Our attitude is so important if we desire God's favor. The heavenly bridegroom desires to free his bride of all negative tones, complaining, criticizing, ingratitude. There's nothing negative at all about God's work, about the life of the Christian. Christianity is light. Christ himself is light. Therefore, the true Biblical message contains nothing that is gloomy, John 1, 5. Overcoming it's not fair. Be grateful. Keep a song in your heart. Do not compare yourselves with others. Fully release all offenders. Realize how much you have hurt others. Do not avenge yourself. Practice thinking merciful thoughts towards offenders. Pray for those who offend you. Recognize that God has a disguised blessing in every injustice. Remember that God will vindicate you sooner or later. Jesus suffered injustices too. We are not better than he is. Accept everything God sends as more than fair. Adopt the mentality that we deserve nothing. And we'll stop there. We'll stop there. And that, that, was the, uh, that was the reading for tonight. Any comments? Um, any comments? We want to just uh, say, uh, just give God honor and praise. Remember, in every injustice, there's a blessing. I know if you're T.I., we've been through so many injustices. But remember, God is all sovereign. And there's some learning lessons. I don't know about anybody else, but this program, I have learned so much. And I know what the devil meant for bad, God will use for good. But it's God's job to make us a better person. And a lot of us didn't deal with freedom too well, I guess. And God just found a way. He was like, what? Well, and sometimes freedom, I mean, I, when I look at this, you know, people that weren't in this program, and I thought they were just like, wow, they got their jobs, they're making top dollar, they're making good money. Some of them are right now in their graves. They're in their graves. So, I mean, I know that this stuff is true. I know that God can turn a curse into a blessing. And I know that the blessing is bigger than the curse in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> and I know the targeted individual program is a curse from the pit of hell. <clears throat> but I know my God is all sovereign and all powerful, and he allowed this program. And he allowed certain people to be put in this program. <clears throat> so there's no doubt in my mind 
that God's going to use each person he put in this program when we reach the level that he wants us to be, when we get to the, we complete the assignment he put for us, oh, I know we'll be able to see free at last. Oh, thank God it might be. Not just free from the TI program, free from the schemes of the devil. We won't be caught up in this material world like we were. We won't be living for just a house and a big old nice car. We will be living for much more meaningful things for our family, for our children, for love, for compassion. You a TI, you have a different perspective on it. You see somebody homeless, you don't, if you used to turn your nose up, you don't turn your nose up anymore because that is getting too close to home. There's some lessons in this program. So I give God all the praise and say, God, the devil is a liar. What he meant for bad, I know you're using for good. I'm not going to sit here complaining. Yes, I know it's unfair. I went to school. I've done, you know, earned a lot of degrees. These people got me on what? Blacklisted income. But I give God the praise and the glory because I'm going to be the best person when God gets finished with me. I just, I'll be a better person. Because you learn when you in this when you when you go through this fire here, if you didn't learn, then you just hard headed. But you learn a lot, and you have the love and the compassion. Many of us, if we were doing well and wasn't in this sick program, we'd have been so busy. And I know I'm speaking for me, so busy couldn't take care of your own mother. You couldn't take care of your kids. But God will have you sit down and raise your kids, raise you, have you take care of your mother. God can do what he wants, and I just thank you, and I praise you, Heavenly Father. And I, I'm not saying for this program, but I thank you, God, for putting your hand on each and every one of us. I thank you, God, that I met my sisters. I thank you, God, that we're playing this program through. And I thank you, God, when we sing free at last, it won't just be no TI program. It will be free from a lot of the baggage we came with. Wanting to be, you know, like other people. We'll be happy with the the woman and the man that you created in us. We'll be happy, God, that we're free from the traps of the devil. Devil. He can't send that 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 piece of cheese to take us off to mess our lives up. There's so many lessons from the wilderness, and I praise you, God, and I thank you. And I thank you, God, for defeat. And I thank you, God, for victory, because I know it's around the corner. And I thank you, God, for the spirit of thanksgiving and the spirit of saying, God, I know I'm not where I want to be, but I'm where you have me to be. And I thank you, God, for this step in my life, because I know there are bigger steps yet to come. So, God, I give you all the praise, Heavenly Father, but I do need some feedback. What did you think? Amy. And Gloria, um, um, I have I have something that um, that I just kind of wanted to just uh, I guess comment about, and it's when I first you know got into the program and how I constantly would ask God, you know, God, why, 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 you know, and and uh, I haven't done anything to anybody. I'm not, you know. I try to live my life right. I try to obey rules and, you know, I try to do everything right. And, you know, it's just like, God, why are you allowing this to happen to me? God never gave me an answer about it, but he did let me know that he's with me in it. 
Uh, he's proven that so many times. Um, he's letting me know that uh, he has a, a, a set moment when he's going to deliver us. He's going to totally set us free. Um, he said when he does it, it's gonna, he's going to cut it from the very top. He said because when he cuts it, if he was to stop, you know, certain people, you know, in a certain area, there would always be somebody else to take that person's place or, you know, it would always continue the whole program. So he's going to, he's going to cut it from the top. And, um, I mean, even though, you know, I, I say to, to God, I said, I don't like feeling this. Who wants to be tortured? You know, who wants to feel pain? You know, but God is, God says, I'm with you. Um, I see what you're going through and I'm with you, but he has not given me, um, the understanding of why, you know, but it's okay because I know that he is, I know he's there. I know the anointing is there. And the scripture says that because of the anointing, every yoke shall be destroyed. I feel God regenerating me, you know, like sometimes when they, when they hit me with certain things and, you know, I, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, Oh God, what's going on? What have you done? But I feel the anointing of God, and I can feel it regenerating me and and healing me, and you know, and 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 so I just know that God is in it with us, you know, He's there. Wow! I just wanted to add that bit. That that's beautiful. Yeah, especially in the midst for you to know that in the midst of this sick program, that that's maturity. Because. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it if it wasn't for studying the word of God though, I mean many TIs have, you know, look, this is a this program is designed for, you know, suicide or homicide. Exactly. You know, yeah, very a strong feeling of helplessness and what do I do and I mean they shutting all the doors down. But God told me today, just like they shut these doors down, honey, the doors can be open. So just wait on God's timing. Wait on God's timing. Mm-hmm. Nancy, any comment? And okay, I know it's just kind of late. Um, Amy, and can I say one more thing? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I can say one more thing, um, um, God had given me to go to uh, Psalms thirty-five and. And uh, I think I mentioned that to you, Marion, when we had a conversation, you know, how that David was a targeted individual. And Right. You want to read that? Because I, I never, I told you, yes, Psalm huh? 37, I, I definitely saw it in 37, but I didn't get the gist of 35. You're welcome to read it if you feel like it. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, I'll read it. It says, a Psalm of David, plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight oh, against yeah. Yeah, them and fight against me. against me. Right, okay. Take I thought that was 37. And... Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought so, that was 37. So, so 30, 30, 30. Is that 37? Okay. Oh, this is 35. Psalm oh, okay. 35. Oh, I thought that. Okay, go uh-huh. ahead. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me get back. I, I accidentally touched something. These, these screens are so temperamental. Let's see. Okay. A psalm of David, plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive against me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way 
against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as chaff before the wind, and let the angel of the of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause, without cause, have they hid from me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon them unaware, and let his net that he has hid catch himself into that very destruction, let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Most High. It shall rejoice. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, uh, who is Lord, like unto thee, which, de- which, mm-hmm, which delivers the poor from him that is too strong for him? Yea, the poor and the needy from him that spoils him. False witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting and my prayer returned into my own bosom. I behaved myself as though he had he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one that mourns for his mother. But in my adversity, they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Yea, the abjects gathered themselves together against me, and I knew it not. They did tear me and ceased not. With hypocritical mockers in feasts, they gnashed upon me with their teeth. Lord, how long thou look upon, look upon, rescue my soul from their destructions, my darling, from the lions. I will give thee thanks in the great con- congregation. I will praise thee among much people. Let not them that are mine enemies wrongfully rejoice over me. Neither let them wink with the eye that hate me without a cause. For they speak not peace, but they devise deceitful matters against them that are quiet in the land. Yea, they open their mouth wide against me and, and say, Aha, aha, our eye hath seen it. This thou hast seen, O Lord. Keep not silence, O Lord. Be not far from me. Sit up thyself and, and awake to my judgment, even unto my cause, my God and my and my Lord. Judge me, O Lord, my God, according to thy righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, ah, so we would have it. Let them not say we have swallowed him up. Let them be ashamed and brought to confusion together that rejoice in my hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor that magnify themselves against me. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. Amen. Amen. Yes. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. And let me know. Mhm. Yes, that let me know that David was a targeted individual. Really was. Yeah, literally. And, and this psalm. Mhm. Mm-hmm, exactly. And this psalm uh, really lays it out. And I like the part. I mean, I mean, it wasn't good that this happened, but, but I mean, uh, when he said they they laid to my charge things that I knew not, you know, like they're slandering us. You know, they're telling people that we're 
doing things and saying things that we don't even know anything about it. We don't even know what they're saying, but they're saying evil things about us. Lies, spreading lies. Oh, you know, that's, <laughs> it's it's a targeted, that's like a targeted program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely, wow. But I thank you for sharing. Amy and Nancy, are you gone or sleeping in? No, we're here. I'm here. Any comments, Nancy? I know you're not tickled about the, um, you know, I mean, about the, uh, um, you know, blessing that, you know, God allows adversity i'm not saying what these the enemy is doing um is right by no means but i'm saying there's a lot of growth maturity learning and their blessings there's a lot of humility you know a lot of humbling experiences because god is all sovereign so he allowed it but nancy did pose a good question to me and if anybody can answer it i'm going to throw it out here nancy because you gave it to me i'm going to let you you know talk in a minute i just had to say because it did it just you know did did god allow the holocaust and then why no i said yes i i just um i whatever good or whatever growth God intends for my life, I just, I, I mean, my personal feelings is that I'll get it. He'll give it to me. He'll do it to me. He'll, he'll put it. He'll allow. He'll give it to me. I don't need. I don't think it's. I don't think God uses this man to do this evil. This is evil. And God is not going to, I don't feel like God will improve upon my soul, improve upon my being by the unrighteous hand of this enemy, of this man that's doing this to me. This, what's happening to me, I do not believe that it is by way of God. I don't, no, under no circumstance. God don't need those people to do those horrible, hateful, evil, ugly, lying atrocities to 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 mankind. He can do it himself. God knows what he's doing. I don't think God will use mankind in that way. That's very that that that's very interesting. I, I hear you. Um but the reality is he God is all sovereign and um these things are happening. So you are you saying that Man is doing it on their own, and and you know, God can't stop them by his own. I think man is doing it by his own evil, greedy, lustful, envious, hateful. He's doing it on his own, just like what happened to Joseph. I don't think God encouraged his brothers to do that. They did that out of their own uh, resentful, uh, jealousy, jealous way. Because of his relationship with his father, David, that, but God blessed him abundantly. Joseph, that is. Right, but he learned a lot while, well, but he learned a lot when he was going through his trial. And in fact, he couldn't be the king that he became without going through that, because he had all that time to think. 
we don't know that now. Well, when your life is turned so upside down and you sitting in a dungeon, you ain't got nothing else to do but to think. But the difference to me, the difference to me is when we look at many leaders that just make it to success without going through a fire, these are the ones that don't become successful. They can't maintain. The devil can play with them. You've been through this fire here for one thing. God bless any of us. The devil can't play with us, especially in certain capacities. You know, one of their games that they do, you know, they send all, they study people and they find out what kind of cheese you like. And they send, you know, the wrong mates in people's lives. You in this program, honey, you, you, one thing you know is don't, don't trust anybody, you know. So had you not gone through this program, I mean, I mean, we, there, there is learning. You, now, can, we can agree there's a lot of learning in here. Am, am I correct? Um, well, I, I, I mean, sure, you, you're learning, you're learning lessons. I don't know, but I don't know if what you're learning is something you need for your life. I, I think what God is is sending me or wherever I'm, path I'm on, where God is taking my life, I, I, it may, I think it's being, definitely being somewhat, uh, it's being hindered by what mankind is doing. I'll still, you can't stop God, so I'll still get wherever I need to get to wherever God wants me to be. I'll still get there. It's being hindered, and, and there's a lot that's happening, but um, I don't think God sent those people, no. Or, or God is a, is this is part of God's plan for my life. No, I don't. I have to say that I agree with you, Nancy. I totally agree with you because, um, I mean, I feel like, you know, since I've been in this program, I have not been able to do what I should be doing as far as my music, you know, writing my music and singing. And, you know, it's like, it's like, it's, it's, it's slowed me down a whole lot, a whole lot. And um, those things were good, you know, for God. And, and it's like, you know, God, if you want to use me, if you want me to, do what you've given me to do, the gifts and all of that, um, you know, you got to stop this. You got you to gotta do something about this burning in my head, this pain in my knee, this, this uh, hitting, because I'm constantly, constantly. I don't know if you guys are constantly uh, hit like, like that, but I'm constantly hit. I mean, it's like the head, the, the, the hips, the knees, the, to- the toes, the back, the, and it's just constant. So I'm like, if it's like that, God, how can I do anything for you? I can't be myself, and I can't, I can hardly do anything. And I, and that's their plan. But I don't think that, I don't think that. I mean, I, God is allowing it, yes, but I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I don't even believe that. Well, none, none of us have the answers, but we, we're just, you know, we, we're, we're coming to the throne and we're asking God to reveal to us, you know, what it is that we need to know to come out of this program successfully. That's the bottom line. Yes, because sometimes, you know, um, you feel like, am I going to make it? 
It's a spiritual war. Yes, it is. Every day is 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 just like, yeah, yeah. And especially if your circumstances are not improving. I mean, you have to walk by faith. But go ahead, if we could see you. Exactly. What were you going to say? If you guys could see me right I was just going to say, if you guys could see me right now, the stuff I got on me while I'm trying to hold up on me while I'm talking on the phone (laughs) to keep myself from getting hit by the stuff they, you know, pouring down on me. It's like it's painting something. Do you guys forget that too? I don't know. Like something, and I could hear it just hitting like raindrops. Mm, mm, mm. I, I never got that. Mm-mm. Okay, but that's good. That's good because when it hits you, it burns like it's something. Oh, that, you're talking about like, the electronic torture? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So. So anyway, well, Amy, 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 I want to give the the microphone to Miss Amy for a few. I think she found somebody that claims they can disable uh, the chips or the activator. I'll say the four chips, the activator for the electronic harassment and V2K. So, Amy, you want to tell us a little bit about this guy, Amy? Amy. Oh, Amy, that fell out. <laughs> All right. It's, it's late at night. And oh, we have, well, Gloria, um, well, who, who else is here still up? I want to give you some time to see if anybody wanted more information on your coffee. And did you want to check out? She's selling a, a coffee that helps the body. I'm going to get some down the road. Just I didn't get it right yet. I'm going through a few changes here. Yes, it's, it really is um, very I bet, good for the body. It. Um, I think I better put you oh, on you at, the be- at the beginning because oh. I I got sleepy heads. Why are you going to talk to yourself? <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> me, you, and uh, um, Nancy are about the only ones up. Amy, uh, okay. Amy, and yes, late. All right, we'll put you on next time in the beginning. We'll put you in the okay. beginning. All right. All right. Okay. So, yeah, pray for me okay. again, everybody. I have this interview tomorrow. Once I, things get flowing better, I'll be able to make some better, you know, some other decisions, you know. But right now, I got to focus mm-hmm. on I'm trying to get a little part time gig. So. Well, you know, if you, um, uh, Miriam, if you know of two, or three strong coffee drinkers that you think might want to get some, if they purchase from me, then you get your box free. Oh, okay. So, so if there's, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, put that out there because um, that's, that's something that will work as well. Now, this is decaffeinated too, right? It well, it it's not like the other decaffeinated coffee, but it 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 has an herb in it, and that herb gives you energy. It's not uh, the caffeine is very low. It's a very small amount of caffeine that's in it, but the herb is the thing that gives you the energy, and it also um, you know, helps with certain ailments, ailments of the body. 
it's high in um, antioxidants, so you know that's what gives it that uh, healing properties. So. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. All right, ladies. We, we also. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh no. Go ahead. Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. You're on tape. Go ahead. Go ahead. You oh, can always. I forgot. We're on tape, so whoever's listening could find out. You may want to leave your email. Okay. Um, so it's uh it's G Wyndham at gmail dot com. It's G W I N D H A M at gmail dot com. And that's uh organo gold coffee. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So look, um we're gonna close out. We'll be on Sunday. Um, you know, we're reading the book of Job. We're just understanding how did he make it through that wilderness. And the, the important thing is, is you know, uh, he was a righteous man and he suffered. And that book was put in the Bible for a reason. And it's for people like us to learn and see that his latter was better than his beginning. But it gave him time to, you know, to really mature and become the man God wanted him to become. All right? So we'll be on Sunday night. God bless you all. Good night, everybody. Okay, good night. Good night. Good to, good, good to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for this call. Yes, thank you for coming. Thank you, Nancy, for your prayers. And thank you for your honesty. I, I know, you know, you always tell me you weren't with that. I got him put this, you know, and I, I mean, I understand that. But I, I still say there's a lot of learning in, in the wilderness, in this program. You, you, you really can't say, Nancy, that through this program you've become a more compassionate person, a, a somewhat better person. Oh, maybe she, Nancy? Oh, her phone is cutting off. Oh, she might be gone. <laughs> no, no, that's her phone. Her yeah. phone's been, it's been doing that all night. I'll just oh. give, give her, yeah, yeah, I told you. She's, that's her calling back. Nancy? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah? Girl, they playing with their phone tonight, huh? Yeah. We're having a fiesta. But I was saying, Nancy, no matter what, you can't say that this program has made you a little more of just a more mature in any way or more compassionate towards uh, uh, other atrocities. I mean, this program is... I don't give it. I don't give it any credit whatsoever. I I mean, this is just just my personal feelings. It is straight from the devil himself. God Mm -hmm. is a God that loves us so much that he allowed us to choose whether or not we want to serve him. I didn't choose this program. I don't choose this 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 torture. I don't choose anything associated with it. He loves us so much that he allows us to choose. As far as fruits of the spirit and many things in, in the Bible, he allows us to choose whether or not we want to love him, whether or not we want to serve him. I didn't choose this. It's been imposed upon me. It's oppressive. And I think one part of this program, uh, and, and you guys may uh, 
may know about you know more about it, but I think part of it is where they're trying to de God. They're trying to yeah, yeah, do things yeah. to our brain yeah. to our brains in such a way that it will cause yeah. us not to want to pray, not to want to yeah. worship God. And with yeah. these frequencies, these frequencies um you know, change change our state, our emotional uh, state, mm-hmm. and cause us to become different from the way we were when before we got into this program. Because, um, I mean, I have to pray hard, and I have to watch myself, keep myself from getting upset, keep myself from you know, you know, doing certain things that I that I know would wouldn't be the right thing to do. So it's it's like a it's like a squashing kind of thing. It's like it's squashing you and making you. It's trying to extinguish what God is in our lives. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's trying to extinguish God or mimic. Mm-hmm. You know, especially the V two K, because I know the Holy Spirit speaks to us. So to devise a mechanism that that, that talks to people is it, just ridiculous. Yeah, it's horrible. It is. And for that alone, yeah. and for that alone, they're gonna reap something horrible in return. And for that alone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mine is like it's like the constant. The constant pain, the constant uh, uncomfortable feelings, you know, uh, not yeah. not being able to rest, not being able to find any kind of peace, you know. And uh, I don't get the V2K like that, but but I get the uh, the pain, the pain. And then, so, you know, then so much of our lives pass by, but... I just have to, you know, keep looking at different perspectives, especially from a scriptural perspective. I agree with what Nancy said. God is a God of love, and he's a God of free will. So would he use such a wicked program um, to, like, co- coerce us to, you know, and, 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 I mean, it's, it's many perspectives, but I don't think he, it's being used to coerce us. I think there's a lot of growth in this. When you see this, magnitude of evil, it forces you to be on the righteous side. Because you don't you know, you don't want nothing to do with when the the magnitude this this you know, this is some evil stuff. But is it forcing you to be on the righteous side, Mary, or are you choosing to be on the righteous side? Well, I mean I I mean I, I I definitely know I'm choosing, but I think he picked this for pro. But people were already on the righteous side. I think God wanted to bring us to another level. Amen. What did you say, Nancy? I said he ain't need jail. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Well, how was you gonna get here? How was you gonna know? How was you gonna know about his, 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 you know, how that God is a provider, that God is a healer, if you ain't never been through nothing? Oh, poor Nancy. They dropped. Oh, it's a knock her out again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there she comes. <laughs> yeah. 
Nancy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy, they really messing with your phone. But, yeah, how would you be able to really testify about God is a healer, God is a, a, a provider, if you've never been through anything? He is. Well, he, well, he hasn't changed. Mankind. Yeah, but what about your experience to, to you know, if when people, if the statistics show people who've been through nothing and then have been exalted, they fall right on their face. They have no maturity. They have no wisdom. They have no discipline. This program is given a, I mean, it's taught us a lot of that because we told we chose not the program, the experience, I should say. We chose, those of us who chose to look into countermeasures. I'm not giving the program any credit. I'm not, I'm not giving the program. I'm giving God all the credit. Well, what, what, I, what I feel like, uh, Marion, I feel like it's, it's, it's made, like I said, it's kind of like it's trying to squash Everything that God has in me is trying to kill that. And I feel like it's pushing, it has pushed me to a certain point, um, not to stop, but it's like it's almost, well, it's what that's what they want me to do. They want me to stop. But it's like it's squashing God, trying to squash God. It hasn't, but it's trying to squash God. And I don't think God would do that. I just, I just don't think that he would, um, you know, squash himself <laughs> within us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's just an. I think that um, it's just, it's just an evil, wicked um, thing. And I think in it, in it, we're learning more. We are learning more about what what God can do for us. But, but um, you know, I wanted to stop. <laughs> I really wanted to stop. Now, <laughs> change. But God is still the same from yeah, he is. Before, before I ever entered this program to now. He's the same. Nothing has changed about him. His word is the same. Right. It's all the same. My my faith is the same as it was even before then. It's the same. It hasn't changed. None of that has mm-hmm. changed. I knew who God was before then, and I know who he is still today. What's happening is happening because of mankind. Just like in Jesus' day, what them people did to him, that was mankind. That wasn't God that made them do that stuff. They were evil. And, and in, you know, we in the Bible shows demonstrations all in the Old Testament and, uh, yeah, all in the Old Testament of what God is, God's wrath and what he's had to do to mankind. Because so, basically the New Testament is all, is all about the creation and resurrection, right? Right. So I... I I don't know. It's, it's still, it's, God is the same. Whatever God had for my life, I, I, I guess I, I, I believe that I'll still get that at some point. Oh, it's been derailed, no doubt. And I've suffered, no doubt. I believe, uh, I know the Bible says that God will restore me. I know what the Bible says in terms of him bringing me out and, and restoring me. That'll happen unless I'm killed. I could still be killed. God might not. You know, he's not, he's, I might die, I might not, I don't know. Who can know the mind of Christ? But nobody will ever be able to convince me that my father is doing this to me. I know he's not. 
No, 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 I'm not saying that the read that we're not the reading's not saying he's doing it, it's saying he's all sovereign and that he could stop. Yes, yeah, he and you're right, he is. And you're right, he is all sovereign. But this is man. But there are lessons to be learned in the wilderness. I'm not I'm just saying when we go through wicked wickedness, there are lessons that can be learned to turn a curse into a blessing. Because it is a curse. That's indisputable. When you do this magnitude of evil to someone, it's a curse from the pit of hell. So what we're trying to, what I'm trying to focus on is how do we turn that curse into a blessing, knowing that the blessing is bigger than the curse. I think that one way you could turn it, turn it into a, a, a blessing um, to the extent that we're able to within our limited knowledge and, and, and uh, strength is by continuing to, to to seek God, by speaking speaking out and still talking about God, even the people that are doing it to us, to, to, to try to push through and, and, and love them and even show them the error and pray for them. That's how we turn it into a blessing. Right. Well, that was part that that was that was part of the lesson. It definitely said to pray for your offenders. Now, now that's where it could now now that's where the struggle comes in. That's what I said was difficult. That to me, somebody doing you in, but yeah, it's very difficult. But I I do believe that prayer changes things. So I don't see another way. You know, other other than you know, what are you gonna you know, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think that I would take the way of Psalm 35, <laughs> where David said, let the angels of the Lord persecute them. Let their way be slippery. I'm not praying that. I'm not praying. I'm not praying for them. I'm sorry, but I'm not praying for them. Well, that's a prayer right there. That's a, that's let, a song. Let whatever, <laughs> let whatever it is that they do to me happen to them. Right, and I, I pray the Holy Spirit comes upon them. I pray the Holy Spirit comes upon them and gives them the gift of babble, that they will go and babble and tell everything they did so that man, humankind can benefit and they can never do this thing again. That's my prayer. Bring out a perp, a, a whip perp, turn those perps into whistleblowers. And to just make that the gift of Babel come out of their mouth and, and let you know and let us you know, let the earth benefit from all the things they can tell us so that we can cover those holes in the wall. That that wall will be covered and those holes will be we, we, we can we, we can cover them holes in the walls. Because they're using some holes in the walls to do this. The walls of protection have been broken. I just think that their hearts are so evil, so dark. They don't believe God in any way. They don't believe he's going to get them, you know, for what they're doing. I just don't believe that. I believe that they're more like reprobates. And what are reprobates? reprobates? What are reprobates? Demons? Or like uh... someone that uh, doesn't have a heart toward God and can't can't be saved and you know can't can't uh oh there goes Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> <Nancy>. <laughs> she's gone again. <laughs> but um 
I just think that it's um I I don't know. They need to they need to they need to feel some of what we we have felt. I'm not I'm not I'm not playing song. I mean that's mm. just that's just me. That's I'm kind of I'm kind of on a different in a different uh place now. Um you know, where it's 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 kind of a long story, but um I'm I'm not where I was when I used to be in, in the church. I'm not I'm not because I don't really go to church every Sunday. I don't mm-hmm. Um, I see God and I pray and you know and read and you you believe you know, like in you, do, you believe in Jesus Christ, all right? Well, I believe that uh, what we I believe okay, truthfully, I believe that we are the true children of Israel, and I believe that when God was speaking in Deuteronomy twenty eight, He was speaking to um, He was speaking to us. My reason for that is because when you read in Deuteronomy 28, that whole chapter talks about everything that we have suffered as a people uh, coming out of west, out of the west coast of Africa, in you know, in the slave ships to America. Everything that God said in in that chapter would happen to us if we chose not to, if our ancestors chose not to obey Him. It happened. He said, "You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be standing here. You're gonna." Belonging for your children, and and you, your children are going to be taken from you. You never mm-hmm. have any power to save them. Your the husband, his wife is going to be taken away, and another man will lay with her. Um, uh, he said, you you're going to become a byword. We know that that by we know what that byword is. A byword is nigger. He says mm-hmm. uh, he says um, he says you're going to be taken uh, on slave ships. Uh, to a land that you don't know, um, I'd have to read it. But 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 it's Deuteronomy twenty eight sixty eight. That's the one that says you're gonna have uh, a yoke of iron about your neck. You know you're gonna be taken from your land to another land that that's strange to you. I mean, they knew all of that area in the Middle East. You know when they were uh, sent un- into captivity in Babylon, you know, in those areas there. Uh, but this this country is is to me Egypt. It's the new Egypt, and this is the land that they didn't know. Um, I mean, it's 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 this is where God, you know, you know, has taken me since I was in 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 the church as as a Christian, you know. But I believe God, and I just believe in the Father. You know, and that's why when I pray, I just pray to the Father, because I I I don't I don't pray, you know, I don't pray. Anything, I just pray to the Father, to the Father. So that, isn't Jesus you know, Christ the mediator? Well, that's I'm I just moved away from the New Testament. I I mainly just um um I'm with the Torah. You know, with with the Old Testament, it shouldn't be called Old Testament. It really should be called the Book of Remembrance, because that's what God, that's what God said it was—the Book of Remembrance for His people. And so much that has been done um, to uh, the Word of God. You know, they've made so many different translators, and they made so many different changes, but they couldn't change the fact that God had a people that went under a curse. And I believe that 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 is. That is what is 
what we're under right now. Now, you know, like they say, well, well, Jesus came and Jesus broke the curse. But why are we still suffering? Why, why is it that our people are still being shot down the streets? Why, why is it that we're still going through what we're going through? You know, nothing, nothing has changed. It just took another form. And God said, and in the word he said, he said, I am going to deliver you. I will gather you out of all countries where I've scattered you, and I'll take you back to your land. And that's what, and that's what he's getting ready to do. We're at the, like I was sharing with Nancy, we're at the 400 mark. Mm-hmm. Where God told Abraham, he said, he said, know the surety that your seed will be in a land that they don't know. There will be strangers in the land of their enemies, and they will serve them 400 years. And, of course, we know that we're almost at that 400-year mark since the first slave ship came to Jamestown. So that's where I am, Marion. Wow. I just believe that God's getting ready to, to, to gather us out of here. And I think that this evil that's happening in the world right now is because they know who we are as a people. They've been knowing who we are as a people, and they don't want our people to wake up to that realization that we are the true children of Israel. Well, what are the true children? What makes the true children of Israel? Because to me, your life is what dictates the true children of Israel. I mean, we can't be running the streets doing what we do. That is wrong. God made us in the likeness of the image. And God is in the Bible that Jesus was a hell, a person with hell like wool. These people that does not fit that description do not want to be, don't want to own us, own up to that. And if they did, that means they know that we are not them so-called Jews are those Israelites that they are the United States government is giving them millions of dollars to their country. That's the difference between us and them. And that's the reason why we are in bondage, we are in slavery, and we are the the, the, uh, the people of Abraham, the seed of Abraham. And they know they the ones studying these eugenic programs to do this type of thing to us. So when you don't know yourself, you gonna think it's a spiritual thing. God had created His tapestry, and He put it in the black man and woman, and the black man and woman has been caught to sleep and even more so you tell yourself how can you learn yourself if somebody using a machine on the minds of everybody to control everybody even more so why is your prison has 75 percent of the black men in prison and they're using a black man to breed children but they don't want them to help be family be with their wives and family and why everybody else supposed to be dysfunctional and dysfunctional functional and we are dysfunctional that is a sign that these people know us better than we know ourselves that you better wake up it does not mean that everybody is of their seed is is is, is those chosen people is is god said he made us in his likeness in his image and he put a signature on his original creation and never forgets that baby 
So that's the difference. Ain't got to do no spirit because if you go into a laboratory and you crack the atom of each culture, baby, there is nothing producing, reproducing itself but the original creation of God. And who, what race fits that description? What dominant genetic is that? And I rest my faith. You guys there? What's happening? What's hello? Yeah, you're so quiet. No, I I, I was listening. Okay, I was just gonna say I I think that. Oh, I think Amy got that. cut. Wait. Oh. Oh, she's here. Amy. Okay. Well, yeah. I said I rest my case. The only race that can produce any race is the original people. And who is that? Other people can't reproduce themselves. If they mix their genetics with that one race, they become what? Black. But now they want to come up with the game, oh, you mulatto, oh, you this. Oh, you half and half. And back in the day, no, they, no, you no, when you really when you get really you was considered black. Right, but Amy, wait a minute. This sick world now, they have reversed it. Look what they did with Michael Jackson. This man is black, but they're gonna give him white kids. Nowhere in history has somebody uh that's mixed with black blood come out looking white, you know, uh, more than black. But with Michael Jackson, girl, they, they changed history. You know, because it was about that his, money. His kids look white. You laughing, Gloria, why? <laughs> because, I, I mean, you know, it was true. It's true what you said, you know, that they they're uh, saying that uh, – they're trying to change holders used to say that if you had one third black blood, you know, you were black because the black blood was so dominant. But because these demons are uh, unregulated and ruthless, this is what they're doing. They're trying to, you know, they just want to reverse. Look, when you can get an eight-year-old to think that they were, that they're going to tell God they was born the wrong sex, these people are sick, okay? That's exploitation of a child. And I don't know about over oh, yeah, but that's the big that an eight-year-old transgender child just busts open uh, the boys' club, you know? Uh, you know, the boys' club got to take transgender kids. So these people are ruthless. Don't get started about the bathroom. Don't get started about the bathroom. Because if you don't have that service in that type of bathroom, they say you can't get government funding. If you don't have a transgender bathroom? You heard what I said. So they're about to close down a lot of churches that get that 503C. That's why they was getting them grants from the government. Oh, really? If they're not going on, 
if that ain't Sodom and Gomorrah, what mm-hmm. is it? We are living in lives and evil days, baby. We better get prayed up and get spiritually grounded because the word that's in that Bible is coming to pass. Quit looking back in the in the in them days in A D. Baby, we is at the in the twentieth century. And that Babylon hit itself so So, so wait a minute, wait a minute. You gotta get a transgender bathroom or you gotta let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Wait a minute. Why did they wait till the black man become president to legalize the gay marriage? Now you answer that. I have no idea. Because they want to act like we are the, they, they want to hide their sins behind us. Mm. When they use their mind control on everybody. Look how they aged Obama. In his retarded decision, he aged himself, too. He advanced He aged himself. He said he took that oath. If you follow Obama, he'll part of that secret society, too. You got to ask somebody. They propped him up. They got people that know that anybody went to these jails, colleges, universities, these different societies, these people had, had had chose Obama to be the president before he chose himself. These people be plotting on people, offspring to be something before the offspring know it's going to be something itself. Lo and behold, did I ever think that somebody would manipulate me at 14 just to have my offspring in their prison. And and after the year they built their prison in 1983 and put my child on the road to be in a prison the same year he was born and killed his father after using me and him at 14 and 13 years old to have our offspring in prison. Who ever thought somebody would plan that far with a computer and tell the computer to give it directions to do something like that? Don't tell me what this secret society ain't about. These people be planning a hundred years and a, a century down the road, baby. They be talking to that computer just like they be talking to some so-called God with wisdom. That's what this superhuman supercomputer is considered, mind control. They asking the computer to give them the mathematical calculation and the solution to how they run in the world, baby. You better ask somebody about the IBM, International Business Machine, Triple ID. Your triple I, triple I, I beam machines. I'm going to ask somebody about these human machines. These people are putting their nanotechnology as a microprocessor in our body, and they are manipulating the world's frequency of these frequencies of these computers. So when you think you breathe it long, they use these computers to help you breathe. Now ask me why the original creator allows us to go through that to show us the root of evil and how wicked a person's mind could be. And God don't have to destroy that whole race because they don't want to give up their rulership to the people that's the original people of the planet. Remember, we never came out of no cave. They already admitted they came out of the cave. If anybody know about them, they'll know that the that the that the Moors went to the caves and civilized these people. A lot of people don't even know that. 
But they did write a cartoon of the Flintstones. Did nobody write that movie but them? Then they turned around and made another movie that everybody was paying attention to. It was a cartoon. It's called The Jessens. So they went from the cave to the space age lifestyle. And see, everybody don't know that the original people created the pyramids with supernatural forces and powers when they was at the highest realm of intelligence. And when they lost power, God put us to sleep so the Caucasian race wouldn't know exactly what they knew, what we knew. But then they started getting in heads with machines, with scientists, because they started following that Holy Bible and the Quran. So when a lot of people don't know that these people are Muslims and Christians too that are serving the devil. Y'all don't take me deep with this technology. And they be going behind the sea and they be worshiping that black Madonna and they be praying to it and they know it's a black woman, but yet they want to kill her off. So tell me what these people are about. Nancy, are you still there? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you. Okay. Well, that was a mouthful, and there's nothing like that was. Uh, yeah, sharing information, and um, you know, look, we just know that we're gonna keep on the battlefield, and in God's time, we're gonna see some change. And we These people worshiping a supercomputer. Y'all better know this. A lot of people don't even know that these people have got the illuminated powers from a machine. And that machine is sitting in three different places. One of them is in Belgium, Belgium, Belgium Germany. And I, I forgot where the other two is, but it's three locations that's, that's in a symbol of a pyramid. And see, y'all, y'all got to learn, go deep with the, who these Illuminati supposed to be. But the illuminated one is black man and woman. But they have been put to sleep. They got to wake up and take their rightful place in their ownership of the world. And a lot of people don't, let me just say this, a lot of people don't know that these people have created these underground systems where they can live and so-called survive under the underground like the mole people. They have a, a city that's go from miles and miles and miles so when they so-called create a nuclear war, these the so-called least supposed to go on the ground and the list. But the devil is alive because I'm tuning into God and doing all I can do and be right so God can have mercy upon us and go up under there and get them that who want to get us. And that's another reason why they want to create these concentration camps. You know how they, the exact way of how they was doing people, the Jews was doing each other. They did each other like that so they could get pity upon the world to be rulers of the world to manifest their destiny of being wicked to people. 
and people don't even know that why they had called themselves had us uh, uh, having the preachers, the slave preachers. You go out there and teach your people Christianity, not saying that there isn't a Christ like mine. Christ like mine is to obey the law of the land and leave other people alone. You go teach your people the Bible and you get them and you tell them to be a good slave nigga. And if they do that, then they're going to get to heaven. And don't worry about getting to heaven while they live on earth. They'll live in paradise forever. So we won't want no paradise right now. See, people know they got you got to learn to go deeper than what you have been taught. Because the devil ain't going to teach you right and he ain't going to teach you right. And just we know this, why they keep feeding us the information about Christopher Columbus discovered America when it was people already here before that. And people don't even know it was people here before Adam and Eve. But they ain't going to teach you all these things. But guess what? All that information in their secret over office. See, y'all got to know this is some deep stuff here. And so they want us to learn, learn the watered-down version. So we can be these half of a side of a brain thinking people. But see, to, to know the truth, you shall be free. Lack of knowledge, you shall perish. So we got to get up on our high altitude of thinking and go beyond this average thinking. Because a lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to read the Bible and let God handle God. said, what I make you for, fool? I made you to go multiply and tilt the land and take care of the land. Go, Amy, go. That was cute. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. But it's the truth. I mean, that's the terms he created us to do work. But the Bible what about the planet of the apes? What if they make the movie Planet of the Apes? They made, and they made the, the white people like cave-like people, and they got to get away from the apes. Y'all gonna pay attention to these movies these people be making out there in Hollywood and die for oh, yeah. yourself. Oh yeah. They put a lot of truth in these movies. Yeah, you're right there in Hollywood. Right next to Hollywood, rather. I am grading me a piece of olive oil. And putting this baby in some olive juice and cleansing my system. And I would recommend it to anybody. This is the most natural cleanse you can get, you can have. Uh, I've cured the olive leaves, uh, the gel inside. It literally cleans the intestines. Yeah, all your body and cleans it out. So, what kind of cleanse is it, Marion? Aloe vera leaf. The big old leaf with the gel inside. It's a big old pitch. So, what are you chewing? No, no, I grate it. I just grate it. No, no, I put in some orange juice. I'm going to have to go, you guys, because my battery is 
battery is extremely low, and I don't want the, the display to do like it did last time. <laughs> we understand, darling. We do. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your reading of Psalms 35, your sharing. Thank you for encouragement, because that's what we're here for, you know? Yes, yes, amen. Okay, well. Was that Nancy or? Good night, good night, darling. Was that Nancy or Ann? Asking about the olive. Oh, no, that was me, Nancy. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Girl, I grew up. And I feel, you know, I must have had peanuts or something. I feel a little stuffy. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. I want my system to flow nicely. The orange juice is just to, because, you know, the taste, you got to acquire, you can't, you know, that aloe vera, that gel stuff is in, I'm going to give mommy some in the morning. I clean you up. And I'm telling you, the activated whole vitamin C from um, Trader, um, a new chapter, that's some good stuff too, baby. Did you ever get it, Nancy? No. Yeah, new chapter, activated vitamin C. And elderberry, it's the immune system. <clears throat> elderberry and then vitamin C. Girl, that's some good stuff. In fact, my neighbor, she said she, um, I put mommy back a little bit. She looks like, move back, boo-boo. You look like you're going to fall. Move back a little bit, ma. Ma, back, back, move back. Yeah, you look like you're going to fall. You want some juice? Okay. So, um, yeah, my neighbor was coming down with a horrific cold, and I had went to buy the activated vitamin C, and he didn't have it, so he recommended elderberry. What? That girl called me this morning. She said, I don't know what's in that elderberry, honey. That cold is gone. So it's uh, definitely boosts the immune system. Was it the liquid or was it pills? Pills. New chapter uh, um, is the name of the company. Okay, good night. All right, darling. Yes, remember, pray for me. Interview. I think I told you they act a fool. You know what? And when we prayed, we didn't even pray for that, Miriam. No, Ann did. Ann sure did. Ann was like, Lord, bless my sister Miriam in that interview tomorrow. I forgot in my prayer, Miriam. Huh? I said, I forgot to pray for that in my. Yeah, I should have prayed the other day, girl. That was a hit the other day. Them fools was just trying to just discourage me. But the devil's a lot. I told them, sweetie, we could stop this energy right now, honey. I'm not interested. <laughs> you want to ask God to hmm. take, to buy, take the, the frequency off these people's minds so they could be store favorite. Because I'm learning that they're using this technology on these people here to play that role out. Nobody can buy a sale without the mark of the beast. 
Y'all got to study this technology a little bit more in tedious depth, and y'all will know that it's not the people telling you no all the time. It's them put under hypnosis to deny you of your right, God-given rights. And what I have found out that I had to do, I go wake the people up out of the hypnosis that a per, a average T.I. would think that's a perp. You say, God bless you. And I have had people tell me, God bless you back. Y'all need to start telling the people, God bless you. And watch them people would get up out of their, their, their hypnosis. You gotta know that what will wake the people up is the word of God. They'll come up out of that artificial programmable language. It is called linguistic programming. And you ask God to take that bind the devil and take that hypnosis off that person, the interviewee, my interviewer, my that will give you the job if their minds wasn't bound by this technology. Because we got to know what we're praying for. Don't just be pacific, but be on point. So I pray that God, you bind and rebuke and cancel out the devil, workshop on the minds of the people by denying Miriam of her rights, to be the instructor, the professor that she knows she is. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Well, let me get my interview. Anybody up around 11 o'clock Eastern time, please make sure I'm up. All right. Good night. So I could wake up. Good night, darlings. Love you all. Amy, Ann, uh, Nancy, Gloria. Lisa, Elizabeth, everybody, Mark even. Good night, everybody. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.